You are Locked On Royals, your daily Kansas City Royals podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Let's get it going on the Locked On Royals podcast, on the Locked On Podcast Network, your teams every day. Today's opening day. It's the start of the year. We're excited. We're going to preview opening day for the Kansas City Royals. Talk about the best case scenario for this year, the expectation for this year, and the worst case scenario for this year. We're also going to break down the entire roster. We're going to break down this entire series and start the baseball season. This is the Lockdown Rose podcast. The Lockdown Rose podcast is the only daily podcast about the Kansas City Royals. The biggest and best podcast about the Kansas City Royals right now. We're going to tell you about our good friends over at Locker Room because they're the sponsor of today's show. Locker Room is changing the way we talk about sports. So download the app on iOS, download Locker Room, add me on Locker Room at Ryland underscore styles at R-Y-L-A-N underscore S-T-I-L-E-S. We will have a hangout session live every week, and we're going to do watch parties. We're going to have hangout sessions of recording the podcast. We're going to have everything you can imagine over at Locker Room. So go there right now at Locker Room for iOS and add me, Ryland underscore style. So on today's show, again, we're going to preview opening day and preview this season and the first month of this year for sure because it's so important. Let's start with the season as a whole, though. Let's take a step back here on opening day. This season is very important for Kansas City. This is the first season in a long time where it doesn't feel like we need to just fast forward to the end. It doesn't feel like we need to skip the entire year to where everything is meaningless. This this season has real meaning for the Kansas City. The best case scenario for this season, if everything works out perfectly for Kansas City, they're an 85 to 87 win team that can be in the wild card. The best case scenario is the wild card. And it takes the entire lineup bouncing back. It takes staying healthy. It takes the young arms taking that leap in year two. It takes all of that. But that's the very best case scenario. The worst case scenario is less than 73 wins and you finish fifth place in the division. We make no progress whatsoever. The expectation for this year and what has to happen this year is you have to be competitive the entire season. You have to show improvement the entire year. You have to be five, six, seven games out of that second wildcard spot. You have to make the goal of 2022 legitimate. You have to make the goal of 2022 legitimate. We've been sold this by Dayton Moore. We've been sold 2022 for five years, six years now. Oh, 2022, the young arms will come up. The young players will come up. This will be a bona fide playoff team in 2022. You know you can't sell that this offseason. If this team's in fifth place and has made no improvements whatsoever to this roster. This offseason, you made a lot of improvements. You got Carlos Santana. You got Mike Miner, two reliable veterans who will give you some stability to start the season and for this season. You took that flyer on Andrew Benatendi. You made improvements this year. You have to see it on the field, though. This year, you the expectation should not be the playoffs. Although, in a perfect scenario, there is a world where 
this team makes the playoffs, which is very fun and something we cannot say the last five years outside of that wacky 60-game half the league makes the playoffs as a situation. And even then, in that wacky season, with the expanded postseason, you got buried. You got buried in, a, in the first month of the year. You got buried. Whenever half the league made the playoffs last year, you were eliminated by, by the third week. You were eliminated. You cannot have that happen this year. You have to make those steps forward. You have to make those improvements. And, and in this season, the goal is not the playoffs. That's not my expectation. This is not playoff or bust or anything like that. But the goal is, and what is expected of this team, is to be relevant whenever the Chiefs start training camp, is to be competitive night in and night out. I want August baseball to not feel like a drag that we have to sit down and watch this team or I have to sit down and record a podcast. I want to be excited from game one to 162 about this team. And by the end of it, I want to see the plan. I don't want 2022 to be this mythical off in the distance year anymore. I want to see what Dayton Moore sees or what he claims to see. I want to see that this team is truly going to be a playoff team in 2022 because we've been sold that for so long now that it it needs to come to fruition. And it can't do that if you're fifth place this year. If, you, if you're just absolute garbage this year, there's no way that a team like Kansas City will turn around and be a playoff team next year, which we've been sold on. You have to show those signs of life this year. You have to show that, you know what? In September, we're going to be sitting here saying, you know what? If a ball bounces differently in Chicago in, in August, and if you get one more win in April, and you have a, a better middle of May, this is a playoff team. We need to be able to do those mental gymnastics because the last four or five years, we've not even been able to talk ourselves into it, right? At the end of the year, the only thing to say is, thank God that's over. That's been the case the last couple of years. This year has to be different. This year has to be us collectively saying, oh, you know, a couple of things go differently. We're a playoff team. That has to happen this year because without that, 2022 is a farce and you've been sold a bill of goods. So a lot's on the line this year, even without the playoff expectation, even without that pressure of going to the postseason. You at least have to make 2022 tangible. You at least have to make 2022 a a point where we don't sound like we're taking crazy pills, to where if a national person listens to Lockdown Royals, they don't think that I'm crazy for thinking that this team will be a playoff team in 2022. I, I need it to be tangible after this year. I need this to be like 2013. Whenever you go to Seattle in September and you have an outside chance and, and you're and you're counting down and and figuring out ways to where, well, you know, if the Yankees lose at the Tampa Bay and, and this and that happens, all of a sudden the Royals are in the playoffs, you need to be five, seven games out of the wild card. And, and that's the second wild card. What about hosting the wild card? That's the second wild card. That's even less pressure, right? You just need to be seven or, or less games out of the playoffs. That's it. That's a low bar to clear if you think that your window starts next year. And let me tell you, folks, the, the, the way you get there is in April. So don't fool yourself into thinking that April doesn't matter. D- don't fool yourself after this game today and, and after this first week saying, oh, it's just April baseball, who cares? No, if they can't compete in April, that's a bad sign. And I know that they've been slow starters. In fact, they've been slow starters my entire life. But if you can't compete with this April schedule, you're not going to compete. And we'll get to the modesty injury pretty soon. The April schedule this year, you start out with three against Texas and two against Cleveland. You'd have to be able to beat Cleveland. Cleveland can no longer be the scary, the scary team for you. So Cleveland's not that big of a hurdle anymore for you. They shouldn't be. 
Now, Cleveland's still going to be a, a, a decent ball club, a solid ball club, but but it should not be a death knell to go play Cleveland. Then you face Chicago. The White Sox might still be figuring things out in the early season. You could sneak up on them, but the, the White Sox are better than the, than the Royals for sure. Then you go play the Angels. Then you go play the, the Blue Jays. Then you go play the Rays. You know that stretch here in, mid, in, in mid-April? We are facing off with teams in your same caliber, right? You want to be that wildcard spot? You want to be that second wildcard team uh, this year or, or next year? you got to compete with teams who are going to compete for that spot. Toronto's coming. Toronto might be there, not be there this year, but Toronto will be there next year whenever these young bats get a year older in Toronto and they help their bullpen scenario. They're going to be there next year. Tampa Bay... They're going to be there next year for sure. They're going to be there every year. They just always find a way. And then the Angels, they're in the same spot you are. Good lineup, scary rotation, in a bad sense, scary rotation, and you roll the balls out there and play. And then you finish the month. Here's the kicker. You finish the month with Detroit and Pittsburgh. You got to sweep Detroit and Pittsburgh. You got to clean house on those Detroit games this year and Pittsburgh games this year. This is a crucial April. Because if you walk out of April with an under 500 record and you're not very good in April, the, the schedule cannot get any easier than including a mediocre team with the Angels, two bad teams with Detroit and Pittsburgh, a god-awful team in Texas, and then another media, media, mediocre team, can't talk, it's opening day, I'm excited, mediocre team with Cleveland. Like, you gotta win these games in April. This is a pivotal April. So follow along. On the Lockdown Royals podcast, the only daily podcast about the Kansas City Royals, we're going to break it down every single day and have you set every single day on what's happening with the Kansas City Royals. So it's go time. It is time to get serious. April baseball matters just the same. It's calculated the same way. These games are very important for Kansas City to get to those goals of finishing five, seven games out of the wild card and being competitive. And we'll see if they can jump up and jump up and, and kind of get somebody, jump up and kind of and, and kind of steal a playoff spot this year. We'll see. That is a possibility, but that's not the expectation. So today's episode, again, is brought to you by Locker Room. And Locker Room is an amazing app. It's the first social audio platform made for sports fans. The app is free to download. And once you're in, you can talk to me. You can talk to other fans, athletes, and insiders in real time about your favorite team or sport. I will be hosting rooms on Locker Room for Locked On Royals once a week. Yes, you can finally join me and join in on the conversation. You can talk directly to me on Locker Room. And if you can't talk, you can also type in the chat, and I'll be able to read it in real time. Locker Room is incredible. I'll be hosting them once a week at least uh, for the Lockdown Rolls podcast. There'll be Tuesdays at 11 a.m., and we might do some more than just one show a week. We might do some watch parties and during games and things like that. Locker Room is the perfect place to start or join a conversation about the MLB. You'll find fans just like you on Locker Room for watch parties, debates, post-game breakdowns, and of course reacting to the biggest news and rumors. You will have a chance to chat with me and might even have a chance to be on this very podcast, Locked on Royals, through our locker room conversation. Be sure to join me this week on Tuesday at 11 a.m. I'll be hosting a room this week on Tuesday at 11 a.m. So follow me there. You never miss an episode. You never miss a opportunity that I go live. The same at as my Twitter handle, at Ryland underscore styles at R-Y-L-E-N underscore S-T-I-L-E-S. Go download the locker room app right now. Currently available on all iOS devices. Be sure to create your profile, link your Twitter account, join the NFL, MLB, and NHL groups for the latest league updates. Follow at Ryland underscore styles to be notified every time I go live. Again, I'll go live every single Tuesday at 11 a.m. I cannot wait to hear from everyone about the Royals this year. It's going to be so much fun. So I'll see you there at Locker Room, changing the way we talk about sports. 
I also want to tell you about our good friends over at Rock Auto. RockAuto.com is an amazing, an amazing auto parts store. Listen, it's a family-owned business serving you auto parts for 20 years. That's right. 20 years. 20 years ago, I was three years old. And you could not work your internet properly. Your landline would ring, and all of a sudden, the internet would stop working. It was a disaster. It was a disaster on the internet. You think the internet's a hellscape now? Imagine 20 years ago. And there was little to no monitoring, and hardly anyone can get on. But 20 years ago, you could have been going to rockout.com and finding all the parts your car would ever need. My favorite part about rockout.com is that, surprisingly enough, as a 23-year-old, I have no idea what anything on a car does. I know how to drive it from point A to point B. That's it. But I don't have to know anything about cars. All I have to know with their very simple and easy-to-navigate website, their amazing website to navigate, all I have to know is my make, my model, my year, and they're only going to show me car parts that are compatible with my vehicle. That way, I'm not wasting parts on things I don't need and parts I cannot use. So try them out today at rockauto.com. Whenever you go to rockauto.com, tell them Locked On sent you in the how did you hear about us box, and they'll know what to do from there. rockauto.com, amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. Once again, tell them Locked On sent you in the how did you hear about us box, and they'll know what to do from there. rockauto.com, amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever, ever, ever need. I want to say about our good friends over at the Locked On Today podcast. Get all of the sport news you need in under 20 minutes with the new Locked On Today podcast hosted by Peter Bukowski. He updates you on the latest news in every major sport with the help of our local experts. Follow the Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever else you get your podcasts from. And now it's time to dive in. Just dive into this opening day and dive into the opening day roster, dive into the lineups and the series breakdowns. Let's start with the... Roster news. So Alberto Mondesi has an oblique injury. And oblique injuries can linger. I mean, it's it's really tough to hit whenever you got an oblique injury. He goes to the 10-day IL retroactive to March 30th. And in his place, they call up Nicky Lopez. Again, cementing the service time aspect of Bobby Witt Jr. Because you, you cannot debate if Bobby Witt Jr. makes his team better than Nicky Lopez does. But you also can't debate that you would be silly to waste 26-year-old Bobby Wood Jr. and lose out that season of 26-year-old Bobby Wood Jr. for 12 games of 20-year-old Bobby Wood Jr. You'd be crazy. It's the whole argument that I made of Brady Singer last year to where you know Brady Singer last year could have missed one start and you got an extra year of control. Even with the injuries, you figure out one start. They weren't good anyway last year. Who cares? Who cares if you can beat 20 to nothing because you're having another bullpen day? Who cares? You save that year of Brady Singer. They didn't do that. Now they're doing it with Bobby Witt Jr., and that's perfectly fine. Uh, but let's let's stop the charade of, oh, my goodness, Dayton Moore would never do such a thing as if it's a terrible uh, illegal offense that should be jailed for anyone who doesn't know. It's it's a great tool to use, and it's a resource that teams like Kansas City have to use to, to get an advantage. Because if Bobby Witt Jr. is good, if he's Francisco Lindor, are the Royals going to shell out $341 million? I don't think so. So you need to keep him under control as long as possible. But Mondesi goes out, and and here we go again with Mondesi. It's the feeling that you get when this news hits. And it sucks. I mean, it, it, it's the real big injury and the only injury you've really suffered in spring where you lose one of the guys you're most excited to watch. Uh, so the Mondesi revenge tour has to wait. and We have to see what he can do moving forward. And, and part of him being a good player staying healthy, and he's got to stay healthy. 
And the oblique injury for hitters is something that can linger into the season. And so what what frustrates me the most about this injury is not that we won't get to see him today. And not that Nicky Lopez is going to start at shortstop today. What frustrates me the most is that it's another built-in excuse. There's a subsection of Royals fans who will always defend Mondesi over anything. And they'll fight to the death for Mondesi. Even though he's showing you time and time again, he's not the player you thought he was. And if he shows up this year, and he's not very good, and he is just an average ball player, the injuries will come out in droves of, oh, it's the oblique, it's the oblique, it's the oblique. Part of being a good player is battling injuries and staying healthy. We'll see what he can do this year. I still think he'll have a good year this year, but it is something to worry about moving forward for Mondesi. Kyle Isbell, though, makes the team, and he's never played above A-ball. He's, he's been on a tear this year in spring training. He'll be your starting right fielder this year. So your outfield will be Andrew Benatendi, Michael A. Taylor, Kyle Isbell, an entire new outfield for Kansas City this year. Of course, Benatendi comes over from the trade that involved Khalil Lee with the Red Sox, and Benatendi looks to rekindle that rookie of the year he earned in Boston, or I believe he was the runner-up, I should say, in rookie of the year. Kyle Isbell was on fire in last spring and in summer camp, but couldn't crack the roster. And now he has made it after another great spring, a lefty bat in this lineup. His defense could remind you a bit of Alex Gordon. And his hitting is something to write home about. I think his hitting will be better than most people expect. I really like that that move to bring up Kyle Isbell right now. And with Merrifield goes to second base. After building his arm up all offseason to play right field, he starts the year in second base, and I think that he'll be there for the majority of the time. So he's your second baseman. But attendees, your left fielder. We talked about those two guys. Carlos Santana will be at first base, who you brought over from Cleveland, and it really adds stability to this lineup and is able to draw walks and help you get on base. It's an area that Kansas City struggled in. Of course, everyone knows about Sal Perez. You don't need to talk about Salvi at all in this whole roster rundown. Jorge Soler looking to bounce back, hit some power, of course, in that trade. Uh, coming over from the Wade Davis trade, and now you have both of them, Wade Davis and Soler, on the roster. Hunter Dozier, looking for that bounce back, that first-round pick from 2013, looking to bounce back from a bad 2020, but he had COVID in 2020, and he had a lot of side effects of it, to where you got to throw that year out. He's going to be that all-star caliber player again for, for the Royals. We're talking about Kyle Isbell. Michael A. Taylor has been the worst hitter in baseball. It's been terrible at the plate. Uh, but a really elite fielder. So if he gives you that elite fielding in, in center field at Coffin Stadium, and then he gives you anything but the worst hitter in baseball, if he gives you below average, it's a really good pickup for Kansas City. But he's got to at least give you below average. He cannot be a train wreck at the plate. Now, Michael A. Taylor had a phenomenal spring at the plate, so that's really a good sign, but it's surprise Arizona. Anybody can hit at surprise Arizona. The entire roster is not out yet, but we can go with what we have a feeling of, of what we're going to break down here. So we'll go to the bench now. That lineup is solidified. That'll be the lineup of opening day. But the bench is not solidified. Cam Gallagher, of course, is on this team. And by now, you know about Cam Gallagher. But he's a solid backup catcher. That's just going to be his role. Backup catcher, no big deal. Ryan McBroom seems to make this roster who led the majors in pinch hit home runs last year and can play first base, can play in the outfield, very versatile, and a good utility guy to have off the, off the pine for Kansas City. It looks like he made the team because they sent down Ryan O'Hearn, and I think that they're all going to have a four-man bench. So he makes it. And then the last two are solidified. So the, so the only question mark on this bench is Ryan, is Ryan McBroom. I need confirmation that he made the team, but I think he did. Ken Gallagher solidified. Hansler Alberto solidified, where he's going to be platooning a bit with Nicky Lopez until Mondesi gets back. 
He's a really good bat off the bench and a really good uh, bat for sure that can hit the cover off the ball. But he's also an improved fielder this spring training. We'll see that a bit in this year. Draw Dyson, he returns. That would speed do. He's going to be that kind of utility outfielder that kind of rooms around the outfield, gets a pinch run spot here and there, and it's just going to be there really for the for the vibes. I mean, he's not really going to be a great player or an important player, but he does bring immaculate vibes to a team where he won a World Series here, and he's a fan favorite. The rotation to start the year will be Brad Keller leading off opening day, the opening day starter. You all know about Brad Keller right now. He is a ground ball pitcher that's really, really good and is your most solid you know, your most solid pitcher. Then you have Mike Miner, who's a familiar face, but came out of the bullpen in Kansas City. Now we're trying his hand as a starter in Kansas City. And I think that if all goes wrong for Mike Miner, he's, he's at least going to have that safety net of a bullpen arm and, and move to the bullpen. And you find a new starter like Jacob Junis or somebody else comes up like Daniel Lynch. Brady Singer. Oh my goodness. Cy Young potential for Brady Singer. You watched him last year, take a no-hitter into the seventh inning against Cleveland. He has that kind of stuff. And I think that on Sunday, he'll take a no-hitter into the seventh inning against Texas. Danny Duffy rounds out the rotation. He'll start that first game against Cleveland after this Texas series on Monday. Contract year for Duffy. Big, big time uh, season. We'll run through the bullpen real quick. Greg Holland last year was really good. Of course, had his prime in Kansas City. Is an amazing pitcher for Kansas City. Josh Stomont is electric. Scott Barlow, you know from last year, who was a, an amazing bullpen arm out of nowhere, it felt like. Jesse Hahn has been quietly a great bullpen arm. Kyle Zimmer finally broke out last year before getting hurt, so you're kind of waiting for that injury shoe to drop. But if it never drops this year, he's a really nice bullpen arm. He finally had a great year last year out of the pen before getting hurt. Wade Davis looks to rekindle some of that prime and rub off on uh, – this team the same way that Trevor Rosenthal did to where he bounces back in Kansas City and Greg Holland bounces back in Kansas City. Wade Davis has looked great in spring training. I, I would never say he looked retro and looked vintage the way he used to look because that's so disrespectful what he was back then. Back then, it's hard for any pitcher to match that what he did back then, but he does look really good. Jacob Judas is out of the bullpen. He'll be that kind of long relief guy, spot start guy until you call Chris Bewitch back up. Irvin Santana will make the team and fit that mold as well. As a, as a player who you're fine just throwing him 50,000 times in April and May, and if his armor is out, who cares? You'll call up another young guy. You want to squeeze any ounce of baseball he has left. You're also fine with, with wearing out Junis's arm as well. He's not one of your prized possessions in a, in a year where you need to really conserve arms and really focus on developing pitchers and making sure their arms do not break in this year as you ramp up the 162 again from that 60-game slate to where these two guys will be kind of your expendable pitchers. Every every team will have expendable guys who you throw out there in a blowout game one way or the other, and these two are going to be those kind of players, and they're also going to get spot starts here and there whenever you see fit. The last player in the bullpen is a big one. The, the left-handed Jake Brintz, who throws nasty stuff. I mean, I mean he's just disgusting on the bump, and, and he's going to be really good, and he's going to be that lone lefty in the pen and also... He's going to steal your heart. You're going to love Jake Brents. I, I promise you, you'll love Jake Brents this year. That's your bullpen. So coming up, we're going to break down this series for the Kansas City Royals and the Texas Rangers. But first, I'm going to tell you about our good friends over at BetOnline.ag. BetOnline.ag is the fastest and easiest way to bet on our sport action. Football might be over, but the NBA, college basketball, and AHL are in full swing. BetOnline even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV. Real-time updated odds and props almost anything you can imagine. BetOnline even covers... All the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets since free to sign up. 
head over to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive that 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. There's a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline, your online sportbook experts. Use our promo code at BetOnline.ag. So go to BetOnline.ag and use our promo code LOCKEDON. Promo code LOCKEDON gets you that 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline.ag, promo code LOCKEDON. I want to tell you right now about good friends over at Built Bar. Built Bar is a phenomenal protein bar that tastes just like a candy bar. Go to BuiltBar.com. Use promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your next order. Listen, we've been talking about Built Bars for a long time, and Built Bars are low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein, high-fiber, amazing-tasting protein bars, great for the keto diet, with 100% real chocolate outside of every single bar. And it's March, just ended, and today is April 1st. We're going to crown a champion. Today's championship Thursday for Built Bar. Crown that champion before opening day. Go vote on the championship game at BuiltBar.com or at bar underscore built on Twitter. The championship game is cookies and cream against coconut brownie chunk. You cannot go wrong in either direction. I love cookies and cream, but I also love coconut brownie chunk, even though I'm not a big coconut guy, but I still loved coconut brownie chunk. Try them both today. Go vote on your favorite at builtbar.com or at bar underscore built on Twitter. Whenever you go to builtbar.com and order yourself some built bars, promo code lock 15 will earn you 15% off your next order. And if you're a repeat customer, you can still use lock 15. It's your next order, not your first order. 15% off your next order at BuiltBar.com whenever you use our promo code LOCK15. Listen, minor league baseball is ramping up again in about a month, so do not forget to check out Locked On MLB Prospects. If you're the type of fan that cannot help but get giddy over prospects, we have the podcast for you. It's the Locked On MLB Podcast, hosted by minor league play-by-play voice Aram Layton. It's the only daily podcast devoted entirely to the stars of tomorrow. Follow the Locked On MLB Prospects on the Odyssey app or wherever else you get your podcast from. Let's dive into this opening series against the Texas Rangers. It all starts Thursday at 3 p.m. Kyle Gibson against Brad Keller. There'll be true, real, live fans at Kauffman Stadium today to watch a baseball game. I need everyone, if you're listening to this podcast and the way you're on the way to the ball game, first of all, if you are doing that, tell me right now on Twitter at Lockdown Royals if you're listening to this podcast on the way to the ball game. Number two, when you get there, I need you to be loud. I need you to be excited. I need you to get amped. If you're normally the, the guy that sits back or, or the guy or girl that sits back in the game and you just kind of let the game come to you, you just kind of watch the game, don't really do the, all the hooping and hollering. Hey, that's typically me. I'm typically just sitting back at Kaufman in, in the in the price chopper section, chilling out, watching the game, not making a lot of noise. That is one of this, this, this thing can be at full capacity. But right now, you're one of the select few in there. So the team needs you to get excited and get loud. So be loud at Kaufman Stadium today. Now listen, this series sets up this way. Kyle Gibson, Brad Keller today. On Saturday at 1 p.m. is game two, and that will be Arhara against Mike Miner. And then game three is the big one. It's Sunday at 1 p.m. as well. So we got a 3 p.m. start, a 1 p.m. start, 1 p.m. start. Sunday, 1 p.m., Jordan Lyles against Brady Singer. This is one of the rare series where I, I believe that in each game, you have the better starter. In each game, you have the better starter. You got to capitalize. Kansas City has to win this series at least two games to one, but really, they need to sweep this series 3-0. But yeah, at least need to win the series 2-1. I think you grab opening day and Sunday for sure, and then Saturday's the toss-up game. If you listened last year, we're bringing back Beat the Streak. Uh, every single game, we're going to predict who will get a hit. And I'm going to have Whit Merrifield leading off this one. I think that he will earn a hit in this contest. I'm excited. You're excited. Let me know on Twitter at Lockdown Royals who you have winning this series and, and what your predictions are for this season at Locked On Royals. That's where I'm going to have all my live tweeting and live thoughts about this team the entire year. So follow at Locked On Royals on Twitter 
at Locked On Royals. Subscribe to Locked On Royals anywhere you get your podcast from. It's the only daily podcast for the Kansas City Royals. So we'll be back tomorrow to recap opening day and preview the weekend. I'm Rylan Styles. Be good and be good to one another. We'll see you next time on Locked On Royals.